Are you feeling stuck in a career rut? Do you feel like you've lost the passion you once had for your career or your job? Are you getting bogged down in the daily grind and feel like there must be more to life? If so, join me, Jen Swanson, for an honest discussion about career burnout and how to reclaim your purpose, rediscover your passions, and bring more joy to the next phase of your life. In this short series, we'll explore strategies for overcoming career burnout and how to find meaning and fulfillment in your professional life. We'll discuss the importance of taking risks, developing healthy habits, and how to stay inspired in the face of adversity. We'll also discuss how to create a life of balance, passion, and purpose so that you can feel re-energized and excited about the future. Please note I am not a medical professional and this podcast is in no way intended to replace medical advice. If you are suffering from burnout, anxiety, or depression, please contact your healthcare provider for your best treatment options. If you are worried you are headed towards burnout but aren't all the way there yet, however, stay tuned and let's get you turned around and headed in the right direction right now. of career burnout. Burnout is a state of physical, mental, and emotional exhaustion caused by long-term stress. Well, that's one definition of it, but there are actually multiple reasons people can feel burned out in a career that I am going to go through in a moment. But first, I wanted to say hello if we haven't met before. I'm Jen Swanson. I am the host of the Careers by Jen podcast and YouTube channel, and I am doing this short five-part, I don't know, maybe seven-part, I'm not sure yet, I think it'll be five-part podcast series specifically on career burnout. I've had a few careers. I have taught college for a couple of decades. I worked in healthcare, and I am also uh, a, a pastor. I work in a church now. So I've done lots and lots of things, including coaching, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But let us get to what career burnout is and why there are so many reasons. There are so many and I'm going to go through them and I also want to talk today at the end about the impact of career burnout on our physical, mental, and emotional health because friends, it's huge. All right, let's get to the first of 12 reasons that I've got. You maybe have some more on why you might end up going down this road to career burnout. All right, the first one is unclear job expectations. When you are not sure what exactly it is that you're supposed to be doing or when your role is not clearly defined, this can lead to feeling overwhelmed, to feeling unsure of what is expected of you and that there is no clear path to success ahead of you. And I know that if you are a kind of person like I am where I like to plan, I like to have lists, I like to know what I'm doing in advance, this could be a complete nightmare. (laughs) 
it can be really hard to know what to prioritize, what to focus on if there is no definition for you, nothing outlined for you. And I want to do well in a job. And so having no idea what doing well looks like in the eyes of whomever is in charge of the whole thing, well, that would just be extremely stressful. And if this is you, this is this is you, if you have unclear job expectations, then absolutely this can learn lead to burnout. Now, it's common to feel this sort of thing at the start of a new position. Of course, because it's hard. You're starting, you're learning, you're jumping in, you don't know. But if this continues for months and then into years, well, then that is when it can lead to a problem and lead to burnout. So that was the first thing, unclear job expectations. The second thing is lack of recognition. If your work goes unrecognized and unappreciated, then it can be really disheartening and it can lead to burnout. Or worse yet, if someone else gets the credit for the work you do, which can happen when there's a hierarchy. Have you heard a supervisor or a manager say, I got this done or I made this happen, while not even mentioning the people who were on the ground doing the actual work. That happened to me quite a bit when I worked in the hospital. You know, I was a a hospital unit clerk, health unit clerk, hospital unit coordinator. There's lots of different names for it. And and was one of the -the on-the-ground workers working just as hard alongside the nurses and the doctors and doing all of the things that needed to be done. And I would often hear the person in charge say, oh, I got this done. And while they were, yes, organizing the rest of us, uh, it would have been nicer had that person said, we got this done, right? But often that isn't the case with, uh, with leaders. So lack of recognition can be a challenge. And, and some, you know, human beings want to be noticed and recognized to at least have contributed and made a difference a little bit. And something as seemingly small as a thank you can be huge. I worked in the emergency department for three years uh, full-time, and while I was doing that one time, we had had a very, very difficult shift. There'd been an awful lot of awful things come in. We were working flat out. We were working really hard, and at about 11, 15, 11, 20 in the evening, when the one doctor was going to hand off to another, he called us all together, and he said, I need to thank you all. He said, you worked really, really hard tonight. This was a really hard shift. There was a lot of stuff that went down, and I just want to say thank you. And do you know that I have never forgotten that? And I mean, I worked for 25 years in the hospital, but that one instance of a deliberate gathering of us all together and a thanking of us, it was simple, it was humble, and oh my gosh, it made us all feel better about the work we had done and the the rough evening that we'd spent together. So even something small like that makes such a big difference. So not getting recognized or getting passed over for awards or appreciation all of the time is demoralizing and definitely can lead to burnout. The third thing to talk about is an unreasonable workload. Way too much to do and not enough time to do it in, can be so stressful. And if it continues, it can lead to burnout and worse. 
long hours, having to do overtime all of the time, not having very much time for yourself, feeling like you're never able to keep up or that you're always running behind, and worse, that you're disappointing other people. That's not good. There have been stories about factory workers who actually don't have time even to go to the bathroom because if they do, they get behind and they lose points. Um, and, And there are some who are on such tight timelines that if they stop to do anything to look after themselves, have a drink of water, go to the bathroom, have a snack, they are penalized. It's absolutely awful and it's led to some pretty drastic measures taken by some of the workers just to be able to keep going. That's inhumane. We are not made to work like machines. (laughs) And so unreasonable workload is not a good thing. And now that we're connected all the time and able to be reached, even when we're supposed to be having days off, this can be a big issue. So unreasonable workload is definitely a reason that can lead you down to burnout. Another thing is an unhealthy work-life balance. Now, (laughs) if you've heard me talk before, and if you know me, I have a thing about work-life balance. I don't like the concept because I don't think we can have a perfectly balanced situation. And if you love what you do, this is usually not an issue. However, Having said that, if you spend your every waking hour working, then other parts of your life are going to suffer, like your romantic relationships, your family life, your friendships, not to mention any time that you might have for yourself, your own self-development, your own wellness, your own career growth. So unhealthy work-life balance. And, And so take that in whatever way you mean, but are you getting some time for yourself somewhere in the midst or is work taking up your every thought? Because that is a warning sign. Another item, another one in my list of 12 here is an unsupportive work environment. If you are working in an environment where you feel like no one has your back, where you feel unsupported, where you feel isolated, alone, or even worse, devalued, then that is a fast way to burn out. And this leads to an even more insidious situation, which is my next point, which is a poor working environment, as in an unhealthy environment, an uncomfortable one where there's conflict, maybe with co-workers, with supervisors or other stakeholders, there's hostility, there's bullying, there's toxic workplace situation, uh, situations going on, these are particularly hard to be in. I remember doing a speaking gig at a place that was mostly made up of male workers. And this one young guy followed me out to my car after a session to ask me what he should do because he was being bullied. And he had taken it up as far as he could in the organization but he wasn't being backed up. And his next, I just remember how sad this story made me feel. His next step was to take how he was being treated to the Human Rights Commission. But the energy it takes, the internal fortitude to open that Pandora's box is enormous. And and while I'm not saying it's not good to do, I'm recognizing how incredibly strong and brave you have to be to speak up at all. 
and to talk about what's happening if you are in a toxic work environment. And the fear in this guy's eyes, it makes a lot of sense why often people quit and start again somewhere else because it takes less energy to do that than it does to stay and fight the fight as it were but then nothing changes and then that workplace remains toxic and nothing ends up happening any differently for the next young person or person who is subjected to the bullying so it's a cycle that needs to be broken and it's very, very, very difficult to try and break it from within. I have worked in a toxic workplace. I've been through months and months and months of struggle. I fully understand what it takes and what it does to the people involved. So the, this is a very big reason why some people head down the burnout road is a poor working environment. And you want to make sure that if you're in that environment, that you are getting some support and some help and you are not doing it alone because uh, it can lead to some devastating effects. All right, we're halfway there. That was the, that was the sixth one. Next, we have lack of control. If you feel powerless, if there's nothing you can do to affect change in the place that you are working in, if you have no ability to make decisions, no autonomy whatsoever, then this can also lead to career burnout. And, and you, you feel like a cog in the wheel, perhaps, but it is very difficult to make any change that makes any kind of a difference. This can be very, very frustrating. And, and, and I know that having worked in a college system, having worked in a hospital system, in a government-run organization, change is slow. Change can take an awful lot of time, and if you don't have big fancy letters behind your name or you aren't hired for that purpose, then affecting change, even if you're working on the ground with the, the, uh, the frontline workers, it can be very, very difficult to make any kind of meaningful change that makes a difference. I remember once being handed a package of papers and this was a brand new package of papers that was going to be implemented. And it had a direct effect on my job and on the job of the, the nursing staff that I worked with. And no one who had created this pack of papers had consulted us. I, had, I did a poll of all of the people that did the same job as I did in the hospital and said, has anybody else seen this before it's being implemented today? And the answer was no. And we also had not been trained in how to fill in this paperwork. Now that job involved an awful lot of paperwork and a lot of it was, it was all legal documentation. So it had to be done right. And to add this great big package of paperwork that had to be done with every person that was admitted to the hospital without even having had a conversation with the people that were going to have to be doing this, implementing this, was really irresponsible and unfair. And, um, and I did complain. <laughs> it was too late. They had, they had already gone through months and months and months of creating this thing. But, you know, talk to the people that are working on the ground, that do the work so that um, 
so that you can ask, what would be better? How would this work with the rest of the stuff that you're doing? You know, anyway, it was it was super frustrating. And, and part of it was because it was a great, great big organization, right? And so things take weeks, months, years sometimes to change, to shift. And, and so trying to, to affect change can be exceedingly difficult. So lack of control is a big, big reason that you might feel like you're heading toward burnout. The next one, number eight, is limited career growth opportunities. When you feel stuck in the same role and you're either not offered opportunities to learn and grow or advance your career, you're passed up for promotions or there just aren't any, well, this can lead to burnout. This can lead to feeling really disillusioned. Humans either grow or stagnate. If you're not growing, actually all creatures, if you're not actually growing, then you're dying. <laughs> Metaphorically as well. So if you're not learning and growing, then you stagnate. And stagnation is definitely a big cause of feeling like you are heading down this road. And uh, I keep using the word road, the path, because it, is, it isn't an instant thing. It's a slow uh, trajectory that sometimes you're partway down and you don't even know you're down it until it's too late. So, or, or you know, unless somebody says something. I'm going to tell you a story in a little bit. You'll, you'll see what I mean. But limited career growth opportunities, if you're not growing, you're stagnating. Number nine is monotonous work. There is a certain amount of repetitious work in most jobs, but if it's the exact same thing over and over and over again, it can lead to lack of energy, lack of care, lack of motivation. Mistakes can happen. Injuries can happen. You can stop paying attention. It can affect the bottom line. There's lots and lots of reasons why when things are monotonous, People get bored, right? Your brain needs some innovation. You want some creativity. You need something different to happen. And if it's the same old thing over and over again, then it can just get boring and that can make you feel meh. <laughs> ah, I was talking to a uh, coaching client uh, not that long ago who is exceedingly bored in their career and in, um, in the actual tasks that have to be done in this one role. And it's, I, it's understandable. If there's never any variation, if there's never anything any different, if you are filling out the same forms and you are having the same conversations over and over and over again, then absolutely not too much fun. Uh, number 10 is unfulfilled dreams. Uh, when your dreams for your career that you had don't match up with reality, you can head toward burnout. What did you imagine for yourself? What did you dream for yourself? And what happened? Where are you versus where you thought you would be by now? All of these unrealized dreams can be contributing factors. It can be so frustrating. It can be so upsetting. It can leave you feeling really dissatisfied. And you can be filled with emotions like regret 
and in some cases you can feel ashamed. There are, there are all sorts of feelings and you might think, well, I shouldn't be feeling that way, but you know, feelings are feelings. They just exist. There's no, there's no, um, you know, you should or you shouldn't feel that way. If you feel some way, you just do, right? It, it exists. And there are many, many reasons why unfulfilled dreams might fester in you. And that, that's something to pay attention to and to be listening to. Because, uh, because well, well, we'll keep talking because I'm here to help you get unstuck. There are, there are ways to do that. This can be a frustrating, uh, agonizing situation to be in if your dreams don't meet the reality that you find yourself in. The 11th one is unattainable goals. If you have goals that are too ambitious or too unrealistic, then that can lead you to feelings of inadequacy and burnout. Um, so that's something to dig into a bit and see. And again, we're going to talk about that in another episode. And and uh, so I'll save anything else I'm going to say about that until another episode. Let's get to the final cause. And this one is one of the biggest causes of career burnout that there is. Number 12, lack of purpose. Working in a job that is unfulfilling, that is unmotivated, that doesn't engage you or challenge you, that doesn't feel like it matters in the world. This is one of the biggest causes of burnout and why I often have people come to me for one-to-one -one coaching because they don't want to waste any more of their working lives doing the things that they don't, that, that don't, things that don't feed their souls, things that no longer align with their values, things that don't feel like they matter in the world, in their opinion. Lack of purpose is huge and is one of the major contributing factors to people becoming overwhelmed, disillusioned, and burned out. So my friends, these are, are 12 of the reasons why you might be heading down the road to career burnout. And as you can see now, it's about a lot more than just stress. I mean, all of these things can lead to stress, um, but burnout can be traced back to any one of these things and sometimes more than one of these things. Like anything, however, figuring out why you are feeling the way you are is the very first step to figuring out what to do about it. So that is uh, the purpose of naming all of these specifically so that you can say, yeah, that's me or that doesn't resonate with me, but that one does resonate with me. And then just just reflecting on that a little bit and what it is in your context, in your world, in your life that is, is uh, the source or the cause of what's going on for you feeling this way and you listening to this podcast. Now let's talk just briefly about impact. The impact career burnout can have on our physical, mental, and emotional health. Let me tell you a story, and I have permission to tell you this, just so you know. My husband, Scott, is a church minister also. I am, as well, a story for another time. Scott has been doing church ministry for 25 years as of the recording of this podcast, and for about 15 of those 25 years, he has wanted to do something else. For all sorts of reasons, mostly financial and family, he hasn't been able to until just recently. But about five years ago, 
I was working on a keynote speech I was giving at a conference for physicians, and my keynote was on the subject of physician burnout. Because of my work uh, and my teaching in healthcare that I, I taught in healthcare for 25 years, um, because of my first two careers, I was invited to be the keynote speaker at a conference for um, physicians about physician burnout. And so I was working on researching signs and symptoms and I was doing, uh, putting together my notes and it dawned on me as I was describing what burnout looks like for a physician that I was describing my husband perfectly. (laughs) It was textbook. He had every symptom that I had just put on my slide. And I remember coming into the living room with my laptop and saying, do you have a minute? Read this. And he sat there and he read my slide and he looked up at me after a bit and he said, he said, so what do I do now? (laughs) And he had recognized what I had recognized too. He was fully burned out at that point. I'm going to continue his story in another episode, but let's talk about impact. The physical impact of career burnout can be debilitating and can include things like extreme fatigue, muscle aches, headaches, difficulty sleeping. Long-term burnout can also lead to more serious health problems such as depression, anxiety, and even heart disease. And these are not small things, right? None of these things are small things. This is why knowing what you can about burnout can help both prevent it and can help keep you healthier as a result. The mental health effects of burnout can also be profound and can include things like decreased creativity, difficulty making decisions, even simple decisions like what to eat for dinner, uh, what to choose on a restaurant menu can can feel overwhelming. Um, these two things, decreased creativity, difficulty making decisions, both of these things can affect your job performance. And, and another thing is a decrease in productivity. These can lead to feelings of hopelessness and help, helplessness. Burnout can also lead to feelings of isolation, of guilt, of self-doubt, which can further worsen feelings of depression and anxiety. Questions like, am am I really burned out? Shouldn't I be able to overcome this by myself? Like, what the heck's the matter with me? I'm smart, I'm educated, I'm accomplished. You know, I don't get this. I I should be able to pull myself up by my bootstraps, to use that old expression. Pull up my socks and get on with it, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? That doesn't work very well at all. (laughs) Let me tell you. And then the emotional effects of burnout can include feelings of disillusionment, apathy, emptiness, and anger. And these feelings can be particularly difficult to cope with because they can make it difficult to stay motivated and engaged at work. And this spills into your personal life and your home life. If you find no joy in anything anymore. If if your world turns to shades of gray rather than bright colors, if you don't recover 
after having some time off, even a week away, some holiday time, if you're dreading going back to work, there, there are lots and lots of signs and symptoms. Again, we're going to talk about some specific ones next time. None of this is trivial, my friend. And if you're feeling any of these, again, I urge you to seek professional medical advice because you do not need to do this alone. It's not about your value or your worth as a human being or about your ability to cope because sometimes we need outside professional eyes on us to assess and to help us. Now you know just how many things can lead to career burnout and you know a little bit about how deeply burnout can affect you physically, mentally, and emotionally. Next time, we're going to talk about specific signs and symptoms, the warning signs of burnout, and I'll share some tips on how to recognize career burnout in yourself and in others as well, because sometimes we can't see it for ourselves, as in what happened to Scott. He couldn't see it for himself. He was plodding along, doing his thing and feeling all these feelings and not feeling very well and not interested in very much. And and it took me recognizing what was going on and, and then him recognizing once he saw it all laid out <laughs> on a slide that, wow, this is, uh, this is what the heck is going on. It's actually a thing. <laughs> all these things I'm feeling actually have a name, right? In a way, that's a bit of a relief. Before uh, we go, I have two things to ask you to do, um, to please share this podcast with someone you care about who might be heading down the career burnout path or who's feeling stuck in their current career. I also have a gift for you if you would like it. It is a free 10-page downloadable guidebook called Living with Purpose, a step-by-step guide. This guidebook will help you to make the transition from feeling stuck in your current career to finding a life of purpose and meaning. It will provide you with the tools, the tips, the strategies that you need to create a life that you love. You'll learn how to set goals, how to explore new interests, how to create a meaningful daily routine, and how to find support and community. This guidebook is full of actionable steps and exercises to help you transition into your new life of purpose. It has a bit of room to write notes in it. There are links in it where you can find videos to support your learning. And to get this free guide, you can go to careersbygen, that's J-E-N-N, dot com forward slash purpose. Careersbygen, with two N's, dot com forward slash purpose. And you will get it uh, as soon as you put your email and your name in. Until next time, thank you so much for listening and take good care of you.